Hi friends, welcome back to I Am Epiphany. I'm your creator and host, Bethany Epiphany, and yes, Epiphany is my real name. Tune in as I share my thoughts and epiphanies on a wide range of topics, from pop culture to social justice issues, to simply navigating life as a millennial. You won't be hearing just my thoughts and epiphanies, but from those who I find interesting and awesome. If it's your first time, I'm so excited to have you here. If you are returning, it is my pleasure to welcome you back. Hello, friends. Hello, April. Hello, spring. Hello, April babies. Shout out to Aries season. I am an Aries. Hootie hoo. I love you all, my fire signs. I hope you had a good Easter for those that celebrate. Honey, I was in my bed on Easter, okay? The Holy Spirit visited me while I was resting in my comforter. Amen? Uh, But friends, it has been too long. March was packed, so I wasn't able to chat with you all. But I'm here, boo! And it's my B-Day month, so celebrate! This will be my pre-B-Day podcast. And next week, Mama is going on vacation. I will give you all the deets when I get back. But I'm going to be laying my black body down on a beach, basking my black body underneath a warm sun, and wading this black body in some clear blue water. Amen! Oh, I'm so, I am so excited. Ooh. And when I get back, I have to hit the ground running. I have work and projects waiting on me. Uh, For example, I'm getting ready to launch my next book. It's a small book of poetry called Love Prayer Poems. The funny thing is I never intended to write another book. I think of it more like a like a creative project simply because the book is very very small it's supposed to be small it's like cute and quaint and you can just like put it in your pocket put it in your purse and kind of just keep it with you keep it on you love prayer poems was inspired by singer entertainer entertainer sierra and i I had heard through the grapevine through the internet streets that sierra spoke of praying for the man she has now her husband and father of her kids, Russell Wilson. And when I heard that, I thought, hmm, I wonder what my prayers to God would be. And I started writing one poem at a time. This poetry book, even though it is the smallest of the books that I've written, took me the longest time to write. It's a different, you're working a different type of creative artistic muscle. Initially, I had no plans of turning it into a book. It was just kind of a creative outlet that I was in the flow of and not sure where it would lead and had no expectations of where it would lead. And those type of projects are great because there is no pressure. It is simply the joy of creating something. You know that feeling, you know, the joy of just creating something new. 
something that you've never done, it was nice. Once I finished, I knew that I wanted it to be turned into a small, cute book that I believed other people would enjoy. I'm really proud of it, and I hope it connects with other people. So I'm working on having an in-person event uh, where people can come and talk about their perspective on love and relationships and the things they've learned. I think in a lot of instances, people position themselves as love or dating gurus. And I don't take anything away from the good things that some, some of these people share. I just think that everyone has love lessons and I enjoy it when I'm able to create spaces where people learn and grow from each other. We all carry wisdom that is worthy to be shared. So the focus of the event will be on giving and sharing insight, laughing and learning together. I mean, I'll provide more info on the event when I get back from my vacation. In other news, I really appreciated the responses that I received from y'all about my previous podcast interview. If you haven't listened to it, hit pause and go and listen to Dating Perspectives. Um, I did an interview with my friend Chisholm and y'all like Chisholm. Okay, I'm like, dang, (laughs) y'all really like Chisholm. And it's it's easy to to know why you did. I'm glad you enjoyed our dating conversation and I and that you appreciated the insight that Chisholm gave. He's a really great guy, um, a very special human. So I was honored that he took time out of his day to come in and chat with me. So Chisholm agreed to come back and we'll be scheduling a time for him to come back and continue our dating conversation. So look out for that. And with that, I think I'm done with the church announcements. We'll be right back after the break. Now, in the words of a black preacher, I ain't gonna hold y'all for too long. Okay, meaning this podcast isn't going to be long, but there is something that I wanted to share. I was given some words of wisdom that I figured I would pass along. Last year, I mentioned the fact that I had dealt with harassment. And unfortunately, that harassment followed me into the beginning of the year. It's a long story, but needless to say, the situation was unpleasant and confusing because I didn't know this person and I didn't know why this person was doing what they were doing. After confiding in a relative of mine about the situation, my relative said, well, if you're going to be in the public eye, you've got to brace yourself for this. This relative can be pretty cut and dry with their words. Going to them for emotional support was not something I was going to repeat. Um, But his statement had some validity to it. It made me wonder how celebrities cope with these things. Cope with being misunderstood or verbally attacked for doing nothing at all and on a massive scale. 
Now, even though this relative mentioned that I was in the public eye, I am fully aware that I am not a celebrity. However, I do have an online presence. And celebrity or not, as I continue to grow, I have to know how to respond and keep my peace when those on the outside attempt to intentionally disrupt that peace. Well, I was all out of sorts one day about the situation when my BFF called me. I have a BFF. He is an amazing older gentleman who has taken on a more father figure role in my life. And he loves to tell stories with a good lesson at the end. This story is called Swatting at Nats. My BFF told me that one day his wife had gone out somewhere and it had started sprinkling, drizzling, and the roads were wet. His wife was coming upon a very busy intersection and the roads were long and hilly. And suddenly a gnat appears in the car and is flying in the face of his wife. She begins swatting this gnat and putting energy into getting this gnat out of her sight. As she's swatting away, she reminds herself to focus on the road. She is aware of how easily accidents can happen when you're not focused on the road. A voice said to her, you are swatting at something, putting energy into something that really can't hurt you. You can hurt it way more than it can hurt you. That realization put her at ease and her attention back on the road. When she got home, she decided to look up the lifespan of a gnat. She found out that the lifespan of a gnat is about a week. This fact was like a light bulb moment. She realized that she could have crashed her car and or gotten physically injured or worse, swatting at something that wasn't even going to live past a week. She vowed from that day forward that she would not waste her time swatting at gnats. My BFF said, friend, I have a feeling that what you are dealing with is a gnat. Yes, they are annoying and irritating, but will not last and ultimately cannot hurt you. You are protected. Don't allow this person to interrupt your peace and take you off the road. He says, a lot of times when we are doing good or we are about to embark on something good, we are on the, on the precipice of something great that is about to unfold there are all these people and or things that come to distract you. Don't allow this person to distract you. You have too much to do, he said. You are clearly on the right path. You have too much to do. I was so grateful for his words. It was like his words lifted the clouds and removed the fog from my brain. Because y'all, I was ready to scrap. I was ready to fight. I was ready to swat at this gnat, okay? I was ready to go in. But his words helped me to see things more clearly. And my peace was reinforced. He was absolutely right. 
This person was nothing more than a gnat. Small, insignificant. Someone who was so unhappy with themselves that they misdirected their hurt and anger towards me. And people like that are desperate for attention. They desperately want your energy to exchange energy. That type of energy exchange fuels them and keeps them going. Sometimes they want to place their negativity onto you. They're carrying some type of emotional burden and internal struggle that they are trying to place onto you. They mad, so they want you to be mad. They're unhappy, so they want you to be happy. I was able to see the situation for what it really was, for what this person really was. And what they were is sad, ultimately. (laughs) I felt more sad or upset or, you know, not upset. I just felt empathetic towards them more than anything. And I vowed that I, too, would never waste my time swatting at gnats. So to my community of listeners, I encourage you the way my BFF encouraged me. Recognize what the situation really is. Some people's only role is to try and distract you. It can be challenging, but do not get distracted. You have way too much to do. Stay focused on what's ahead. Do not be tricked into giving your peace away. I hope this helps you, my friends. Until next time, wish me well on my trip, and I will be back with more. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening. Please tune in twice a month for new episodes of I Am Epiphany. You can learn more about me, Bethany Epiphany, at bethanyepiphany.com. Or follow me on Instagram at B-E-P-I-F-A-N-I. Until next time, stay safe, stay cool. God bless.